Down to the Nub Podcast, the cigar podcast show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, cigar giveaways, interviews, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Brandon Cigar Mechanic Wells. Let's get it started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number four of Down to the Nub. I'm Cigar Show Tim, joined by co-host... I am Brandon Cigar Mechanic Wells. I love that. Every time I hear that intro, dude, I'm just like, it's got that drag on Wells. <laughs> something about that, man. It just makes you sound like, it kind of makes me smile. Whatever makes you feel good, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever tickles your pickle, right? Gets you going there in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> How you been doing? Man, I've been doing absolutely great. Uh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for just just a better life, man. And just the way that everything is, no matter what the situation is, just knowing that you can put a smile on your face every morning and that that's a choice that we make. Yep. I just choose to wake up and put a smile on my face. How about you? you I mean, you don't have to, but to to be able to choose to go, I'm going to make today a good day, despite the circumstances, despite anything, the, the outlook and the mindset changes, it makes or breaks the day. Yeah, I mean, listen, you just got to smile, man. You can wake up and have the worst emails in the world, but you know, find something to smile about, find something to be happy about. Otherwise, it's going to drag down the rest of your day. I, I remember thinking about who kicked your cat um, and you know, talking about you know, somebody, you know, you get your cat kicked and it claws your leg, then you go, you yell at somebody else because your leg got clawed in the morning and they yell at somebody. And it starts this like domino effect. And if it works from getting clawed in the leg, why wouldn't it work from smiling and put a smile on somebody else's face and let them pass it on and, and so on and so forth. So I know we're in trying times right now and, and yep. things are just difficult for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, if you can put a smile on somebody else's face and you make that your goal throughout the day, then you've accomplished that. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. It's been busy, but uh, I can't complain. I'd rather be busy than bored. That's a line I've used for years because <laughs> bored so and true. boredom and me do not go together well. Uh, oh. One, from a perspective of, well, biblically idle hands are not productive and not a good thing. But the other side is I just, unless it's a planned time down of like, hey, I'm going to relax and I'm checking out for the day and this is what's going on. I'll start side projects and I'll have my wife look at me and go, what are you doing? And I'll say, I'm filling my time and she'll say why. And it's just usually not a good thing. So if I can <laughs> stay busy, I, I can, I can keep everybody happy, including myself and the wife and the boys. And that's usually a victory for me. You know, growing up, I was always told that idle hands belong to the devil. And that taught me a lot. Yep. Just that simple statement is always stuck in my head. Idle hands belong to the devil. And it just, you know, whether you believe in God or not, that, that doesn't really necessarily matter. It's just the devil. The devil is a, is a representation of evil or of bad. And idle hands belong to bad. We tend to get ourselves into trouble the more that we're idle. So, you know yep. what? Keep yourself busy. And I, I like to keep that mind occupied like you. Yep. I, I, it's it's so much healthier for me and my mindset to stay productive and busy and have, I'm not a taskless person. My wife is one of those that she's got a list of this is what no. I'm going to do. And then this is what I'm going to do. I'm not a list person. I've got a list up here. And if something gets forgotten, well, then I guess it wasn't <laughs> important enough to get done right then or that day. And it'll yep. come back and then I'll get to get it taken care of. Yep. That's exactly, I'm the same way, man. You just, you know, Hey, what, what's in my brain right now? Let's get her done. And let's, let's finalize this project, man. I feel so good when projects just get done. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We were just doing the addition on the chicken coop and I put that last staple in. It was like, Oh, this is so great. Yeah. <laughs> it just well, feels so good studio. right now. The studio, I've got all the walls built, the doors in. Yeah. I mean, it's painted everything. I got the last bit of drywall up about a week ago and just being able to come in here and be like, oh, it's 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 done. I've got it set up the way that I want yep. it. Yeah, you can look at it and go, OK, that's 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 a good thing. Instead of looking back and going, what did I do over the last two weeks? Because I don't know. <laughs> Why isn't this done? What's wrong with me? <laughs> won't put themselves up. What's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, hey, I don't want to take too much time. What do we have going on today? We are going to be sitting down with Rob Jones of Cigar Talk Podcast, and he is an awesome guy. He's become a, a good friend, and you know he's, he's one of those people that has been in the cigar community for a while. He runs 
arguably one of the most popular or the most popular cigar podcast that's out there. And the fact that somebody that runs a podcast that's that successful and has the listenership that he has, he and Bryant both, because uh, it is a, a partnership with both of them like it is with us. But the fact that, you know, he says, hey, despite what I do and what's going on with all that, to be able to talk with people and share ideas and do all of that, we we didn't want to pass it up. And so, you know, being able to sit down and talk with Rob is is really going to be a lot of fun. So you mean to tell me that today we have somebody from another podcast on our podcast? We do. We have a crossover in podcasters. Isn't that great, dude? That 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 to me is what makes this industry amazing. Yes. And just this division and this turf war and the, oh, I've got this and I've got that and yeah. no, it's hey, you like cigars and talk about them. I like cigars and talk about them. Let's all get together and talk about them. And here we are, just these little guys, just getting going, man. And this 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 guy is going to jump on here with us. Like, what the crap, dude? That's yeah. just insane. Who who are we? What is this? How does this happen? But the cool <laughs> thing about it. Is, is Rob is such the down-to-earth guy that he looks at it the exact same way as we're looking at it is, you want to talk? Let's talk. Yeah, so, well, let's get him awesome. on here, man. Let's get him on. All right. How's it going, guys? Going well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for that overly kind introduction. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's, it's, it's deserving, man. Anytime that somebody's willing to come in, I mean, here, here's what I noticed in, in this industry in the beginning, and even as, as a broker myself, is it was amazing to see. Um, I, I remember I was with Jack Taranio one time, and we were doing an event, and he was talking to somebody else about Casa Cuevas because they're good friends, and they've been friends for years and years. Oh, yeah. And you know, Jack Taranio is with Espinosa Cigars, and he's selling a Casa Cuevas cigar at this event and helping with that. And that struck me so – just like that's what this whole – uh, environment and community is all about and that to be honored by somebody like you coming on to our show and to be graced by that man i i applaud you and i appreciate that so much for just maintaining the integrity of this community well i appreciate it and i mean i think that anyone who's in this industry that's doing it for the right reason is all about the community it's not just about what i'm doing it's not just about what you guys are doing i had uh, mike rosales from romacraft on the show a few weeks ago and one of the things he said at the end was i've never had jack tronio on the show and he was like man i'll reach out for him i'll get you his information so i mean you got romacraft hooking me up with espinosa you know what i mean yeah so there's no yep. difference between that community and what we're doing now that's nope. great Exactly. So, Rob, if you would, for the benefit, even though you've got the amazing viewership and, or <laughs> listenership that, that you do, uh, but go ahead and give a little background on what is Cigar Talk Podcast, you know, give a little background on, on what it is, who's involved, and, and sort of how it got to start. Well, going back to the way Cigar Talk actually started, uh, I believe in 2018, I was doing a lot of traveling and I would stop by these cigar shops that I'd never been to before, and I was like, man, there's a lot of really awesome people on a lot of awesome shops so i actually started a blog and talking about different shops that i went to and the very first one was out in rio Dosa, new mexico and uh forgive me i don't remember the name of the shop but when i left there i was like man i'm gonna write a blog about this shop because if it's a tourist town if you don't know about cigars or where to find them it'd be a great information so i started writing a blog about shops and i'm going to tell you after about five interviews at shops i was like you know what instead of writing a blog i want to do a podcast so that my listeners can actually experience what i experienced hearing these great stories firsthand and so that was the idea that started cigar talk and fast forward six months later we did our first show at the train car cigar bar in big spring texas and they have a unique cigar bar because it's actually two train cars put together yeah. and one half of it is the humidor and a bar and the second half is a lounge car and so you just hang out and i was like man that's the perfect place to start a show and it's a husband and wife that started the business they had a great story and i gotta tell you the audio quality on that first episode was absolutely horrendous. But I get so many people that email me and tell me that's one of their favorite episodes just because of the story behind the cigar bar. And so that's really the way it started. And it really just started with just me going to cigar shops. And it evolved into a partnership with Bryant, my co-host. And me and him have been friends for a long time. We smoke cigars together. We actually met at a cigar lounge. And so 
before the show got started with me and him, he came over every Saturday and we would play Madden football and I would kick his ass every week. <laughs> Good for you. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't quite that way, but anyway, we had such a good time that it, the relationship was so good and we shared that passion with cigars so it was just a natural progression to bring him on board with cigar talk that's the coolest thing in the world just i mean and, and that's again is one of the things i love about this community is you see people come together just over over tobacco leaves i mean it's just yeah. rolled up leaves that have been you know fermented and aged and put together into a blend and you people you you meet some of your best friends in in the world from this industry and they come from these cigar lounges just unexpectedly. Yeah, and I tell you, with us, it's like we're, you know, super good friends. But a lot of my best friends in the industry are all podcasters. Uh, whether, you know, me and Tim have been talking for a long time. Uh, Nick from Cigar Pulpit. Uh, Al from uh, The Good Cigar. Uh, Mark and Aaron from uh, The Straight Cut. I mean, I talk to these guys on a regular basis because it's not about competition that, you know, if you need help from me, man, I'm always available. And if I need help from you, I'm going to call begging. I may even send you a cigar. <laughs> well, you can call us and we're nobody. We got, you know, if you ever need help from all two of our listeners, man, that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, but you can call us and you don't have to beg. <laughs> hey, well, I'll tell you what, before the show started, we were talking and I actually met Brennan like what a year and a half ago or more on yeah. Instagram live video. And he was talking to these two knucklehead guys about how to retro hell. And we just discovered before the show that the two knuckleheads was Tim and Kyle. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was Kyle and I with dad smoking cigars and we're sitting there in a lounge here in Southern California called burning desires. And it was funny. Cause you're like, yeah. And I met you and you were doing this live and teaching a couple guys to retro hell. And I was like, wait a minute, that was us. And we were in this lounge and it was in you, Rob, you're like, Hey, I think it was like November of 20, uh, 2018 and this, you know, all these different things. And I was like, yeah, that, that was us. And so sort of a small world of how it all comes together. And, uh, and yeah, it, it's, it's all one big community. And that's one of the things that all of us collectively love that it's not a turf war. It's not a, you've got this show. Yeah. I've got this show. We've got this, you know, it, it's, we're all doing this for the same purpose and that's to benefit the community and the people that want to enjoy cigars. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get too deep into it, what are you smoking, Rob? I'm actually smoking the Viva La Vida Club 500. It's a six by 60 box press and you guys know Billy and Gus uh, from artisanal tobacco, they're just like two of my heroes is in the tobacco industry because of what they've done. I mean, they are living the American dream. Those yeah. guys uh, came to America with dreams and they, I mean, they work their butts off and they're the most humble people you've ever met. Yeah. And they have one of the most sought after cigars in America right now. Oh, yeah. Coming yeah. from the brick and mortar side to then doing their own line to then, you know, having, well, AJ Fernandez doing the blending and then having AJ take them under for doing the distribution. They they have done a very good job of of what they've done so far. And so, I mean, I've had uh, a few of the different Viva La Vida line and, and all of them have been good. They've been delicious. They're great cigars. Yeah, those guys, uh, even though they're like super humble, they like work their tails off and they... Yeah pay attention to detail like nobody else I've ever met. I mean, whether it be the tobaccos that were used or even the artwork done on the band, I mm -hmm. mean, the detail is thought out ahead of time and just masterly done. Yep. Yeah. Done well. You know, it amazes me too. Like I, I remember hearing stories about when they owned their brick and mortar in the shop that, that they had and the events that they did were just, holy crap, they're unprecedented. The, the, the amount of, the amount of product that they moved at their events was was mind-blowing like when somebody said hey guess how many boxes they would move in an event and i would i threw out of you know, what i thought was a high number and it was like eight times the number that i, <laughs> that I had thrown Crazy. out was, there's no way dude tell me how to do that <laughs> right yeah. well you know what i love about viva la vida also is the artwork on the band i don't know if you know the backstory to that but billy actually hired a young lady who's an artist and she started displaying her artwork in the shop and it was selling and then he hired her to do a full wall mural 
And I mean, like all the regular customers are on that wall. And then, so he commissioned her to do the artwork for Viva La Vida. I mean, dude, just to bring in people that you know to be a part of it just strengthens that whole family, you know, type atmosphere. Oh, yeah. yeah. To bring in people from, you know, when you were starting and and remember that those are the people that help contribute to where, where you are now. It's, it's it's great because too often it does happen where people sort of forget the people that have helped give them their foundation and establish yep. them. And to be able to do that is, is a, a great thing. Um, and so we'll, we'll continue on cause we could probably talk about that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm smoking the Casa Cuevas Coraline Habano. Uh, Brandon, what are you smoking? Mm, hold on, dude. You can't, you can't just, you can't just throw that out there and skip past it. You can't just say oh, I'm smoking the Coraline Habano and skip past it, dude. Well, let then then I could go on forever about this cigar. I mean, when it comes to, like you were talking about, Rob, when it comes to paying attention to you know a boutique manufacturer that knows what they're doing, that pays attention to the the input from their consumers and can be so intentional about giving their consumers at whatever size manufacturer you want to classify them as in the boutique industry. But I mean, I know, Rob, you've tried Casa Cuevas. And when you can have a cigar that is so well constructed and the flavor and everything that goes into it. I mean, I recently sent some out to uh, Linda Baird, Linda and Liam Baird, who uh, oh, hadn't yeah, tried people. Casa Cuevas yet. And they're both great people in the industry. And they were just mind blown to the point where yeah. Lewis Cuevas Jr. Uh, even gave recognition and shared the review and did all of that because that's how intentional he is in engaging with the consumers and the the cigar enthusiasts but i mean the habano of everything that's in their line the habano uh is right there at the top for me they're all phenomenal the connecticut the habano the maduro the reserva line with the reserva natural which is a connecticut but it's a little bit of a spicier one so it's really good for the the medium cigar you know medium bodied cigar enthusiast to i mean limited editions with flacos and all the different things the reserva maduro i mean there there's a, a reason that I love them and it's because of what they do and how they approach not just selling cigars but how they approach giving a personal connection to the cigars and I mean that's why with dad smoking cigars they're they're the sponsor of the studio because we wanted that intentional connection uh, with them and to continue giving people the opportunity to learn about them well and, and they and such, do they have the such a great backstory man they have such oh, a great backstory the reserve industry it's just insane the backstory. They've seen the family, the generation after generation, and down. You know, talk about the band design and talk about everything. The entire band tells a story, and and you can get that all the way from the time you're smoking the cigar to looking at the band to just getting to know Lewis and Alec and Lewis Senior. Yeah. Uh, just a great story behind them. So, um, amazing people. Uh, I'm yep. smoking the Espinosa Habano, which was what number eleven cigar of the year. Good choice, year. yeah. Good smoke, great yeah. cigar. Absolutely love this thing. I mean, just you know, it's funny because uh, I was digging through uh, when I started representing Espinosa. I started digging through one of my old humidors, and I found a box from 2012, which I think is the year that Cigar Dojo gave it Cigar of the Year. Um, and so I found a box of the Espinosa Habanos and I made the mistake of opening the box because now I've smoked through almost all of them. What a phenomenal <laughs> freaking cigar, man. I don't want it to go away. And it's, you know, obviously there's only 20 in there, so it's going to go away. Yeah. But, uh, I'm smoking the Corona size fittingly, right? Oh, very nice. There you go. <laughs> Fitting with the season we're in. <laughs> well, you know, listening to what all three of us are smoking, what I would think would be a perfect night is if we were actually sitting together and we had three of each stick and we took turns smoking each one of those because those are all three knockout sticks. Oh, uh, I, was yeah. af- I was afraid you were going to say if we were all three sitting together and we are passing around to Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. Number not, one golden hey, rule of cigars, don't share a cigar. It's not 1987 and it's not a dube. Yeah, right. I'm like, this is done. We're, we're done. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no puff puff pass with these. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I agree, dude. It'd be great to be sitting in the same room. And, and I look forward to the, day, to the day that we do that. We all get to sit together and just yes. have a cigar. But you know, the beautiful thing is we have technology to bring us together and we've all got a microphone and a camera and we get to be together in spirit and be together here in ones and zeros digitally. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. I tell you what, since the whole Corona thing, we've done a lot of these and, you know, it's brought this technology to the forefront yep. to where people actually jump on board now and do it. And I'm looking forward to this being a long-term solution because it's not going to go away now. It's, it's one of those no. technologies that was shoved down your throat because of the virus, but now you're like, hey, tastes pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've said it before, we're going to see some people go away that have started this because they had nothing better to do and they get back to their lives. But, you know, I think it's stuff, you know, like, like our show and, and your show that, you know, are just going to gain so much more here and be able to bring this community to people that may not get to experience it everywhere. Um, and I think that's the whole goal of what we're all trying to do here is just share. There's a lot of guys that don't have lounges in their backyard Right. You know, or down the street that they can go sit down with, and so if they can sit down in the evening and have a cigar with us, even 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 if it's listening to a recording like this, um, I, I think that's special, and I think that has its place. Oh, absolutely, I agree. Well, yeah. let's touch on that, Rob, because you you've been doing virtual herfs for I mean the last couple months now, since all this whole coronavirus. Obviously, I don't want to focus you know on coronavirus because it is what it is, and we move on from it, but. You've been really uh, proactive in doing virtual hearse and getting together, whether it's just a general cigar enthusiast that someone of someone of someone is connected to through six degrees of separation. Or, <laughs> I mean, we, we've been together, Brandon and I have been, you know, on one of the virtual hearse with you recently uh, and other podcasters. I know Cigar Pulpit's been on there and some other ones and some manufacturers. You know, do you do you intend on continuing that and wanting to do that and, and yes. you know, because you've done an awesome job with it. I mean, you're posting it, and it's not an exclusive thing like, oh, no, sorry, you you don't do enough in the industry or you don't do this. You post it up on your no, social media and say, it up to everyone. hey, it, it's yeah. up. If you want to join, you come join. And I love that about it because yeah, that's that's what the cigar community is about is it's all inclusive. Come and sit down. Come and hang out. doesn't matter if you're smoking a $2.5 you know, bundle stick or if you're smoking a you know, $300 you know, super exclusive rare cigar. No, 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 no. If you're smoking a $300 cigar, you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> you go draw the line, man. No, no, no. $5 or more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> $5 to $50, I'm okay with. You're over $50. You're making me look bad. There you go. Yeah. Don't even come in. <laughs> no, I'll I tell you, the Herf online, it just kind of, you know, there was no plan. It was just kind of like I was missing my cigar buddies. So I decided to have a Zoom and invite, you know, three or four people. And then the next week it turned into 10 people. The next week it turned into 15 people. And, you know, we've been doing that every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Central Time. And we did one last night. And, I mean, they're just such a good time. And it allows people from all different parts of the industry to come in and socialize. Uh, you know, we had David from Martinez Cigars come in. We had Mike Rosales from Roma Craft come in. We've had several cigar shop owners. We've had podcasters. And we have the guys that are the backbone of this industry, which is the consumers. And so yeah. when the consumers, the consumers come in, I learn a lot from them on what they want out of a podcast. So it's not only a time to socialize. It's also a time for somebody who might listen to the show, be like, Hey man, I love this. Not a big fan of this. So we can kind of curtail what we want to do to provide the best value for the consumer as well. And so it's just a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but once a month we do now, a super herf and the super herf uh is always sponsored and we actually like play games we did name that tune we do wow. trivia and at the end of the night whoever has the most points we send them some badass gifts i mean we sent like uh cigars ashtrays lighters cutters wow. uh, we even sent toilet paper so <laughs> that's worth more than everything else. This sponsored by Starman. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the grand prize had two rolls. Ooh, right. So, so it was a lot of fun, and I mean, you know, it's not just about you know us at all. It's about the consumers and all of us getting together. And I mean, it's and it's a completely new platform, but it's also not scripted at all. It's like, right. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We're going to just engage, and whatever happens, happens. Last night, we ended up checking out some funky music, and then we checked out some comedians. And, I mean, it was just like hanging out with your buddies, having a good time. So That's that is yeah. something that we're going to plan on doing from now on. 
Well, and it's cool because you've done everything from, you know, like you were just talking about to, you know, everybody's going around and talking about sports or football teams or what we think is going to happen. Or it's it's one of those where it's like you're in a lounge with your buddies and whatever topic comes up, comes up. It's not a scripted of we've got to stick to this specific topic or we're only going to talk about this. And if you know nothing about it, then you're not included or involved. It's an all encompassing it's really what the cigar community is about. It's about just sitting back and having whatever you determine as a good cigar and hanging out with buddies. Yeah. Cause on the herf of one of my longtime best friends, in fact, he was with me when I first got into cigar smoking and he's not a regular cigar smoker, but I guarantee you he's got three to four cigars every Saturday night at 9 PM ready to go because <laughs> he's going to hang out and smoke with us. That's, so that's an amazing experience when your best friend for 35 years is hanging out during the herf and he goes and buys cigars just for that herf. You know what I mean? And I will say he's got a great name. Personally, I, I think he's, he's you know, <laughs> great guy named Tim. So, yeah, right. Can't go wrong there. <laughs> oh, really? You're going down that road. <laughs> when do I not go down those weird roads? Hey, take it when you can get it. That's right, right? <laughs> you don't meet guys named Tim too often. Although in the cigar industry, there seems to be quite a few of them. So that's just how it goes. Well, I'll tell you, you have to let me know a night that you're not talking sports. Because if you're talking sports, you'll see me like this. Yeah, we normally don't talk a lot of sports. And we don't do a lot of politics either, just because it's nope. not my bag. But yeah. like last night, some guys in the herf got talking about politics. And after about... Four minutes in, I was like, all right, now we're going to listen to a comedian. Because <laughs> everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it just so, drags it down sometimes. Yeah. You've got to have something relatable. And so walk us through, Rob, sort of what you do with Cigar Talk Podcast and your show and, and how you've how you've been able to really do something phenomenal within the industry and, and get – get the listenership and your, your sort of model, it's just relaxed and hanging out. But how did you come up with sort of your formula formula and, and what, what's the DNA of it? I'm going to tell you how easy, because I started the show with no idea what I was doing. In fact, a little backstory was I was sitting here and I had been thinking about doing a podcast and I'd been thinking about it. And that's all it was, was just a thought. And I was watching Gary V. I don't know if you know who that is. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was watching Gary V on YouTube, and he said, and this is what inspired me to get started. He said, your thought is just a thought. Get off your ass and get started now. Not yep. tomorrow, but now. And yep. I actually did my first uh, part of Cigar Talk, and it was really just a preview of Cigar Talk, but I recorded it on my iPhone because I had no equipment, and it sounded horrible because you're recording on an iPhone. And But I got a lot of good feedback because I just published it and let friends listen to it, and they got back to me and was like, dude, sound quality sucked. The content you talked about was good. And that inspired me, and we have not missed a single week since then. How many weeks have you been going? Uh, this is coming up 80, 80 weeks. Nice. So you're coming wow. up on almost two years of content now that you've been putting out weekly with guests and ideas and manufacturers and products and really everything that that encompasses your cigar journey is really what it comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, what, what I love about the, what we do is me and Bryant talk about cigars. We tell you what cigars we've been smoking and we provide a little bit of cigar news but that's not really our niche. You know, there's plenty of people out there doing cigar news, and I don't think that they need my opinion on why PCA canceled the show this week. Right. No, yeah. that's not me. But what I love about it is what me and Bryant provide is like if you're sitting in a lounge with two guys and they smoke a ton of cigars, that's us. So we have that section, but then we always have an interview sandwiched in the middle with mm -hmm. someone who is either in the industry or just a very interesting person who smokes cigars and has a great story. So I think that's, you know, the combination is just two local guys hanging out, smoking cigars, and then someone interesting. And then, of course, you know, everybody loves giveaways and all that good stuff that we do at the end of the show. 
but that's our format and i say it's a no-brainer because i stole the format from johnny carson <laughs> if that's a good person to steal it from that's hey, an right? iconic format to take from so well done well, i'm older than you tim but i used to lay in the hallway when my parents thought i was in bed watching the johnny carson show just out of sight from my parents there you go <laughs> that's great man i love that dude what a great place to take the format from and, and to, to see something that's not of the industry and bring it into the industry yeah, I mean, it was just a no-brainer for me after we got started because at first it was just me and a shop, and that was great. And, you know, you got to meet someone. But then when I brought Brian in, it kind of took shape into that format. And so I just thought it added a little something special besides just having an interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I think just about anybody can put an interview together, and most people are going to completely botch it um and, and have a difficult time but you know it takes and listen it takes a certain person to even be able to sit here and do what 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 you do i mean mm -hmm. not everybody can get in front of a camera or a microphone and hold even in a, a conversation long enough uh to be able to entice people to stay around and, and have them feel like they're a part of it because if your emotion's not in it and if your heart's not in it then people aren't going to want to be a part of that right i mean you've got to keep that you got to keep that emotion in what you do well i think a lot of that comes from the genuine friendship that me and bryant have you know the conversation that we have on the show is not that much different than the same conversation that we have in the lounge right mm -hmm. when it's natural it's not like you're sitting down going okay what what are we going to try and find to talk about and how can we force content and you know because the listeners are going to be able to pick up on that they'll pick up on right. the genuine sitting back and a couple guys talking and an interview and all of that as opposed to an overproduced over scripted this is our you know absolute formula we don't deviate from that the listeners are going to pick up on that because they'll they can tell the difference it's like when you talk with somebody on the phone and you can tell that there's this downtime and they're like okay are you gonna say i gotta go or am i gonna say i gotta go because there's nothing else to talk about it's just a natural flow and that's what i think has has been so cool about what you guys do is it is natural i mean i can listen to it when i'm driving or riding to work and you just listen and i feel like i'm sitting there with both of you guys and getting to learn about you know whoever the guest for the week is whether it's you know a manufacturer or somebody you've partnered with or whatever the case may be it just comes naturally and i think that's what that's what the community wants they don't they don't want this polished produced stuff they just want to hang out with people and be able to listen to it Right. And I, I'll say this also, and I don't want to bash on anybody that has a show like this. I just don't think it's for like my style of audience is I've listened to a few shows where it's just curse words flying left and right. And I'm like, I don't know who's listening to this. This has got to be like their like niche of friends that thinks this yeah. funny because it's hard. Nobody wants to listen to Rob Jones just spew out curse words. Except <laughs> for my wife. I, I kind of want to hear that. <laughs> well, you should come by the hearth next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like to keep the hearth separate from Cigar Talk as much as possible because, and I'll tell you this, you know, on the Zoom, you can record the whole meeting. And I always start out recording in about, probably 15 to 20 minutes in i stop recording because it's not content that i could put out for the show <laughs> well but that's what makes it great because that is the cigar lounge environment right I mean, right you, just, you don't know where it's going to go and you might have that guy sitting next to you and sometimes i'm that guy you know i'm just throwing out curse words because that's I'm, just i'm usually that guy <laughs> yeah right I mean, that's just the mood you're in right and, and right well and also whenever we're doing the show we usually only have one or two you know bourbons to where on a saturday night when you're on a hearth for like five hours straight right you're it's not two bourbons yeah you know i i do I, know <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, first, I gotta get up early tomorrow, so uh, I'm gonna call it a night. Yeah, right. You're just tanked and done. <laughs> so yeah, last week I told everybody I had to leave, and I said, and I'm not hammered. I'm just tired. But you know, the funny thing is, we start at nine, and sometimes people don't show up until midnight, and they're like fresh. And the rest of us are yeah. all hammered. So you know, and the thing about it, I've gotten better though. 
is I'll bring out like three bottles of water because used to I'd bring out one bottle of water and a bottle of bourbon. And <laughs> when you run out of water, you just sit there and drink bourbon. Yeah. What's yep. wrong with that? You're thirsty and you're like, ah, I don't have anything else to drink except for it's there. I might as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, you guys with Cigar Talk are, are have just launched and are doing something new that I think is a really cool offering because you you've recognized that you want to at least explore it. What what is Cigar Talk podcast doing now with the viewers, not for, but with the viewers that that you've just launched? So a couple of things is one, we started the show pack and the show pack is a monthly cigar subscription, which, you know, like America needs one more cigar subscription, right? So (laughs) it, it wasn't, it wasn't our plan to do that, but we had so many people asking weekly, Hey man, where can I get this stick? Hey, where can I get this stick? Well, if you're from Abilene, I can tell you where to get this stick right down at my local shop. But if you're in California or North Dakota or wherever, I have no idea. And so we decided that we would do a show pack and basically it's four cigars each month and it's 35 bucks that includes shipping. So, I mean, it's not like we're making money off of it. And so basically it gives our listeners the opportunity to smoke each cigar that we smoke each week on the show. But I'll tell you the funny thing about it is I talked to several people that got the show packs and I was like, Hey, what'd you think about that Aladino Maduro? And they were like, Oh, it was fantastic. And I really like this one. I really like this one. I really like this one. And I was like, so you smoked them all on the first day. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not the way I had envisioned it, but what they're paying for the cigars they smoke them whenever the heck they want to but i was just like i didn't expect you guys to smoke them all on the first day yeah you're supposed to smoke them with us that's that's what i thought but you know whatever they want to do it's all cool so then we also launched a uh, private facebook group uh for cigar talk show pack members only so that there can be discussions we've had a lot of this good discussions with guys uh that are doing that and talking about cigars and they also let us know what they would like to see in future packs so there's a lot of communication between us and the people who join nice Nice. Yeah, it's good to keep that forum open and let people, I mean, realistically, it's kind of what we talked about in the beginning of this, too, is that we just, this is not our show. Mm -hmm. We're just the person behind the camera and the microphone. And, you know, this is the show for the consumers, for the, for the, the, the people that are part of it. And we want them to be a part of it because they're giving us their valuable time to sit here and listen to us babble about whatever we're babbling about. And, you know, definitely want that babble to be what they want to hear. Absolutely, man. It's all about what the people want to hear about, what they want to be educated about. Uh, you know, I have, and I'm sure you guys get a lot of emails asking different questions and whether it be from cutters, lighters, cigars, the whole gamut. And, but the flip side to that is I get a ton of emails from listeners that tell me about stuff. And that's the part I get really excited about. I mean, I'm happy to tell anybody what I know, but I love finding out what they know because you've just opened up this huge gamut of people with knowledge that you don't have. And I mean, I don't care if you've been smoking cigars for 20 years or six months, I can learn from everyone. Right. I gotta get my nub- <laughs> I gotta get my nubbing tool out of here, man. I'm getting down to the nub. Down Are you nub really? Right yeah, man. It's just a Corona size, man. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. Well, I was gonna say, look, we lit these about close to the same time. I'm smoking a six by sixty. I'm a slow smoker. I'm a super fast smoker. It's. I'm it's, a slower smoker myself. I I, I would love to here. be a slow smoker, but I'm not. Yeah, I, I I I smoke. I tend to smoke a lot of like my favorite sizes are Corona and Lancero. So you cannot be a fast smoker when you're smoking those sizes. Yeah, that's not a good combination. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gets a little tarred up. <laughs> yeah. I actually, my preferred size is anywhere between a 46 ring gauge and about a 50, sometimes a 52. The okay. 6x60 is just a special smoke I wanted to smoke. This is the first time I've had it. Nice. Nice. There you go. Yep, I'm a Robusto guy. I love my Robustos. It just it's it's a good size. I I enjoy it. It it, it works perfect for me. And I'm a slower smoker. I mean, shoot, sitting in some of the the hearse that you've done, Rob. You know, I'm barely finishing my first one. You're like, yeah, I'm lighting up my third one now. And I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, on those herfs, I mean, we're in there for five hours, so I can pretty much count on I'm going to smoke six cigars. 
Jesus. That's just nuts. So, and like my buddy Tim, he smokes three in that same amount of time. And I've got a friend that uh, he's been on the show a couple of times as a guest host. And he is the slowest cigar smoker I've ever been with. I'll smoke two and a half cigars to his one. I mean, he just really, I'm like, dude, you are nursing that thing. But, you know, he likes to take his time and he, he talks more than I do. So, you know, there's a reason he's slow. I'd be relighting that thing every time I do and take a draw on it. If I took that long with a cigar, he does a lot of relights. Yeah, I bet. I hardly yeah. ever have to relight. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause you're, you're sucking down that <laughs> six by 60 the time I'm sucking down a Corona, man. That's, that's pretty fast. A little bit, <laughs> but you can do that with a larger ring gauge. Yes. And the thing about it is, you know, there's a downfall to smoking cigars faster one financially it costs you more because you're smoking more cigars true but the good thing is when you smoke cigars fast you're able to get to the next one faster this is true <laughs> you get to try out more cigars there you go right. yeah exactly <laughs> do you have a go-to oh yes i do have a go-to i have the mccallif medallia six by 46 that is okay. a dream cigar have you had it I have not. Mm-mm. Fantastic cigar. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know if you know the McAuliffe line at all, but yeah. uh, they have the La Grande Bold line, which uh, I don't want to name them off the top of my head, but it consists of like a Sumatra, Matafina, a Maduro, a Lajero. Uh, there's a couple more in there that I can't think of right now, but those are all great cigars. But like when you smoke the Sumatra, the overall smoke experience is Sumatra. And what I love about the Medallia is it's like they took the best tobaccos from several different, you know, plants and melded together this nice premium roller coaster of a ride cigar that like has all these different complex flavors throughout the entire stick. And so that's why it's one of my go-tos. And it's a $9 stick. I mean, Yeah, so I mean, if your go-to stick is a premium stick that only costs nine bucks, I mean, it's hard for me to go in a humidor and think, "Oh, what am I wanting?" And then I see the medallion, I'm like, "Ah, eh, screw it! I know I love that cigar." <laughs> Are you that okay. guy that walks in the humidor and grabs the one you know? Well, I always go through looking for something different. Okay, but after maybe three minutes is my time after three minutes if i haven't picked one out i'm I'm like screw it i grabbed the medallion because you know i don't like to be in the humidor for that long i like to be out in the lounge smoking so if i can't find something within three minutes then i grab a go-to so when you're walking through that humidor i'm always curious for different people but when you're walking through what are you looking for what what's something that that that's going to attract your eye to to try a different cigar i'll tell you it's funny because that's changed over the last eight months Before my go-to was the medallia, you know, I would go in and I would be looking at like, you know, the little signs that say, you know, where it's from, what it, what the binder and wrapper and filler is made of. But after I fell in love with the Corona extra medallia, when I go into a humidor, I don't look at anything other than the size. So when I look at the size, that's what I know I want to smoke is that particular size. Then I dive in a little deeper and see what the cigar is. But like I, if it's six by 60s, six by 58s or all those, I completely bypass those. So I'm looking at size first and then I'm looking at tobacco. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I know some people are just attracted by the band. You know, they're yeah. going to look at the presentation of the cigar or, or what the wrapper leaf looks like. It's interesting. You go by size first. Yeah, I go by size first, and then I go by what the wrapper looks like. You know, if it's a beautiful presentation as far as the tobacco goes, that grabs me more than the band. But, I mean, don't get me wrong, band does play into it if I have never seen the cigar before. Mm -hmm. But, you know, really just, I mean, and I'll go back. My favorite cigar of all times, back whenever they had their quality control where it should be, was the LFD Cabinet 6. That freaking cigar had no band, but it was just beautiful. I mean, 
it was absolutely i mean you just see this oily thick yes. wrapper and you could even see like you know these veins in the leaf and you'd see like where it wasn't rolled perfect you know what i mean it had right. some bumps in it and it was like oh what a great cigar but unfortunately for me uh their quality control went down some last year. It was probably because they got so popular that they were trying to keep up with demand. Yeah. But I mean, I'll tell you how much I liked the uh, LFD is if you can see this, Brandon, this is my wedding ring and it's actually an LFD band. Oh, how funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that this ring tells you a lot. One, it tells you I love LFD. Two, it tells you I have a badass wife, and right. <laughs> this and this ring was custom made, and the person who had it made was my mother in law. So it tells you I oh, have wow. a badass mother in law as well. Holy crap, dude! That's awesome. Yeah. Now you got to get remarried and get a McElephone. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my last wedding ring. Okay. Okay, maybe just get uh, renew your vows. Renew your vows and uh, get get a new uh, McAuliffe Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, we talk about McAuliffe a lot on the show. They're a sponsor, of course, but we're like you guys. I mean, we're not just going to let anybody sponsor the show just because they yeah. want to sponsor the show. It's got to be a cigar company that we believe in, and yeah. you know, McAuliffe is so innovating right now in a time that's been tough on brick and mortars and they are really pouring into the brick and mortars a lot of love and so we're proud to have them as our sponsor just for that matter nice good nice. for you love it. well i'm getting down to the nub here man <laughs> down to the nub i love the logo by the way thanks we uh it, it literally was one of those things where brandon and i sat through you know video chat and said hey this is what it is this is what i'm thinking about and i had played around with a couple different things and he goes all right well it's, it's a podcast and a live show so how can we incorporate both of those and have it be cigar themed and you know we i literally google searched and found a microphone and was like okay that you know that fits because it works because that's just how it is and he goes what if we can blend the microphone and the cigar in the same way have it show ash on it so you know that it's a cigar have a little bit of smoke and i think within about maybe 25 to 30 minutes i had a very very rough as i'm editing and sharing my very screen with him. very quickly <laughs> very basic and you know and it just came together and was just like you know what that fits that makes sense because you can see enough to tell that it's a cigar but you can see enough of the microphone and uh you know people have responded really well to it fortunately and and you know we appreciate that because it uh it, it was literally a quick throw together but it, it perfectly depicts what down to the nub is yeah, I love it, man. It looks really good. You know, when we did ours, uh, I, I actually hired a guy that does logos. And uh, the original one was just a uh, lone cigar and a microphone. But then whenever I brought Bryant onto the show, we wanted to make something that looked like, you know, it would be both of us. So it's the microphone with the two cigars coming out of it. And But when I sent that off, the idea, the guy sent me back his first uh, draft and it was horrible because it looked like two cigarettes coming out. And I was like, no, no, we're not doing cigarettes. But, you, look like you look like you were sponsored by Snoop Dogg or something. Yeah, huh? exactly, exactly. It looked like dubs, basically. Two cigarettes coming out of both sides. I was like, no, that's not going to work. But I don't know. Will everybody be able to see the video as well? I don't know how this all works. Okay. So can yeah. you guys, you guys know Cigar Fellows? heard of our fellas okay so yeah. you see my shirt so i'll give them a you know and the funny thing is when i told somebody i was coming on the show you're like oh you're gonna wear a cigar talk shirt and i was like no i'm actually gonna do cigar fellas because i support these guys these guys do a charity uh of cigars out of new york and i mean these guys give and give and give so i want to give them a shout out on your show Absolutely. cigar fellas check them out they do a lot of stuff for uh, kids with Down syndrome and oh, wow. uh, just a really a bunch of good guys. And I'm, I'm sure you guys know through the industry, you know, I don't know about y'all, but in Texas, we all thought New Yorkers were like jerks. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> and then now that I know so many people from New York and that all upper northeast area, I'm like, man, they are just like the nicest down-to-earth people with a great accent you know what i mean yeah and so oh, yeah. after i've gotten to know them i'm like wow new yorkers are cool i can't wait to go yeah 
I, th- I think cigars can kind of funnel out some of the jerks anyways. So when we're in the circle, you get to find the good ones. Yep. Oh, absolutely. The The ones that are jerks don't ever get to sit in the circle. Right. Yeah, they're not welcome. Nope. Everybody else is welcome in the cigar circle, man. But if you're if you're gonna be an asshole, you don't you don't belong. You're gone. Well, absolutely. Well, unless they know fair. you, and then and then they'll let you be an asshole. <laughs> There's a qualifier there. Yeah, I was gonna say, hold on, wait a minute, because then I'm not allowed anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because the first time I ever met uh, Bryant, I walked by his table. We didn't know each other, and I said something to him, kind of smart ass, just because that's how I am. And he was like what an asshole and then he said he saw me go sit with some other guys and i was breaking their balls and he was like oh okay that's just how he is yeah so that's how we became friends and brent i don't know if you know my co-host bryant but he's black and so the first time i walked up to him i was like man you're sitting over here by yourself what are you a racist and i just walked away and he was like what did that guy just say to me i love it so that's how we met and we've been really good close friends ever since yeah you just break down those walls right away right yep i freaking love it man that's the thing that's the thing i love about this is like you can everybody could be an asshole you know i've got my group the cigar mechanic garage and we've got william and brandon chapin in there that are always going back and forth and back and forth never ending never ending and i just sit back it makes me laugh because i sit back and then inevitably one of them will come up and say hey brandon's gonna kick you out of here pretty soon and I'm, i just reply i'm for it keep going guys like <laughs> <laughs> right because i love it man it's just guys busting balls and not getting offended by it they're just having no. a good time and yeah, that's what it's about if you wear your feelings on your sleeve i don't know that the cigar communities for you you know what i mean you got to right. be able to enjoy different personalities but then like you said you know if you're just straight up an asshole uh in a way that you're not going to be part of the community like if you come in with airs or you're egotistical you're probably right. not going to fit in well with the cigar community because just we're open people and we just love the diversity that is in the community so if you're one of those people that thinks you're better than everyone else no one's going to want to hang out with you and people will sort that out pretty quickly they i mean people can get a gauge on people pretty pretty well especially when you're sitting around in a lounge but it's cool because everybody starts to take you at first everybody's on the same playing field everybody's just sitting there and they're enjoying cigars whatever they consider to be a good one and everybody's on the same playing field and you sort of make or break whether that's going to play out well or not Uh, And people can, I mean, we've all sat in a lounge where you look over and you go, when is that guy going to leave? Because he's just totally taken down the mood and the the feel and everything on the lounge. And as soon as that person leaves, it's almost like a sigh of relief. Like, okay, now we can get back to normal and we can, you know, enjoy, we can rib each other and we can piss each other off and, you know, in fun ways. But at the end of the day, we, we can tell when the guy that just needs to leave should get up and leave because they don't belong. Uh, but at the, I mean, yeah, when you can sit there and, and I mean, you've said it before, Rob, in your show, and we've said it before too, you can sit next to somebody who doesn't make a ton of money and they get their one cigar every other week or a month or whatever it is, because that's what they can afford. And they have just as good a time as somebody who's making, you know, millions of dollars a year that pulled up in a, you know, fancy, you know, expensive car, but it's all the same, even playing field. There's no preconceived notions of like, oh, I saw what you pulled up in. I'm not going to associate with you because it's it's the community. It's it's as people have said before, cigars are are you know an even playing field, and it's the the great equalizer. You know, we just sat and talked with someone recently and and interviewed them, and and you know it, that was his take also. It's it's the great equalizer, and that's yeah. absolutely the case. Well, I tell you, we were at the cigar lounge one day in Abilene and, you know, you got all the regular guys sitting around and a guy comes in that really nobody knew and he gets a cigar and he sits down at the table and he's like, oh, the TV is on, but it's the music channel that's just playing like blues or something, you know? And he's like, hey man, y'all care if I change the channel? We're like, no nah, man, go ahead. And he puts it on like CNN news. And the whole mood of the room was just like, oh, God, this guy. It is like, so it was like the next time he came in, it was like, hey, you care if I turn the channel? We're like, yeah, we yeah. do. <laughs> we really do care. If you want to change the channel, change it to like power off channel. Like, yeah, exactly. If you don't want to listen to music, that's cool, but we're not watching the news. Yeah. 
No, we're not bringing that environment down. And I, I love going in the lounges that we there. I, there's a few lounges here that refuse to put news on. You're not even allowed to change the channel to anything news. They don't care what's going on. You cannot change it to the news. <laughs> well, listen, Rob, we're, uh, why don't we get in this real quick? Where can, where can people find you? Where can people find Cigar Talk and, and get, get in touch with you guys? Okay, the best place to find us is on our website, which is CigarTalkPodcast.com. There's links to all our social media on that page. There's episode links to every episode on that page. Uh, We do announcements on there. We have a, uh, I don't know if you guys know Cigar Eyes, Jamie Stevens from Instagram. She actually writes cigar reviews once a week and puts that on our page. So we're real thankful for that. But basically, if you want to find out about Cigar Talk, just check out our website. We're on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, we're around. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, yep. you know what? I, I got to say, I, I just really, it's stuff like this that just just brings me further and further into the community and shows me just how much this community means to people because you're willing to come on here with your, you know, with having a successful podcast. And you'll be supportive of ours and as we're just getting started. So, man, I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for taking your time to be here with us. I tell you what, it's an honor for me, and I appreciate you guys, what you guys do. Uh, I've been a fan a long time, and, I mean, I've always watched you, Brandon, from afar on Instagram. I see what you're doing. You're always on there. We've talked before. Tim, you know I love what you guys have done. And now you're doing your own show down to the nub. I love it. And if, uh, you know, anybody listens to my show, at least once in the show, I always name drop, whether it be the Cigar Pulpit, your show, the Good Cigar, just because, you know, as a cigar community, it's not just about Cigar Talk. It's like, hey, you guys listen to Cigar Talk. Give these guys a try because, you know, we're one hour a week. So give or take a few minutes. But, uh, you know, you have all this time that if you're really a cigar enthusiast, you're probably going to enjoy these other shows, too. So we always like promoting everybody that I mean, we feel like this is a family, you know, a podcaster group. And that's something that we've talked about. Start doing a meeting once a month with all the podcasters just so that we can help each other grow. Mm-hmm. that's awesome i like that idea yep it's it's cool and and it's true i mean I've, I've listened to you know your show for your podcast for quite some time and and it's cool because from the podcast side you do you 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 mention other people and hey check them out because you know that people that only listen to one show really are doing themselves a disservice Absolutely. you know and from, from me on the the reviewer side of it and doing all of that you know, we mention other reviewers, whether it be Martina Maya or Ron Real TV or all these different people that have their perspectives that are just as valuable as ours because it's another perspective and it gives a whole lot more education, well-rounded approach to the cigar community. And that's what we love about it. And it's cool that, that you know, we got to spend this time with you and talk with you and get your input as another person that is in the cigar community that supports the cigar community because that's, that's really what it's about and that's what down to the nub is about is supporting the cigar community uh, you know at large regardless of whether somebody agrees with your perspective or they disagree with your perspective it's still a perspective that needs to at least be considered because that's that's what makes up the community is a bunch of different perspectives well the only thing that i'm disappointed tim is when i look at the wall behind you there's no cigar talk sticker on the wall well we we need to fix that. that We need to fix that. And you know what I was saying, Brandon, is you don't have any on your wall. I'd like to see the cigar talker just right there. <laughs> <laughs> just the one little sticker by itself. We should do that, man. I, I got I've been I've been toying around with what I'm gonna do with this wall. And I've got this clock that one of the local guys made for me out of a Casa Cuevas box, and yep. I put it on the wall at one point and it just was nothing but a bad reflection. Uh, so I've been trying to toy around and figure out what we're going to do. I, I think at the end of the day, my daughter's going to do a art project uh, using cigar box lids and whatnot nice. um, for the back wall here. So I really want to get my daughter involved in in decorating this. So until that point, it just looks like I'm in an interrogation room. So, <laughs> hey, And he probably knows what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, you and, you know, the funny thing is about doing video is I really never did video for the cigar community until we started doing the herfs. And Tim inspired me to make it look semi nice. So you can kind of see I've done some things, Tim. Yeah, I can. 
Very well it. done. You got and, the light in the background shining up on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually have two lights, but I was lazy and only turned on one of them. So <laughs> well, we appreciate I, you I'm, I, for us. I'm all about the least <laughs> amount of effort. So but no, I really appreciate what you guys do. I think y'all are really on to something good here. And uh I don't know if you guys know I've talked a little bit about it on the show, but we're gonna start doing a YouTube channel as well, probably in the middle of June. Nice. Uh, you know, the funny thing is I just bought a bunch of camera equipment and what I didn't know when I bought it was it doesn't have clean HDMI out. You know what I'm talking about, Tim? Yep. So I'm having to send all that camera equipment back and I had to upgrade and get new <laughs> camera equipment. It should be here later this week. So I'll probably be reaching out to you for some tips on how to do that because that's Absolutely. not my strong point. Uh, I'm sure you guys know that the learning curve is pretty steep when you yep, jump yeah. into something new. I know my podcasting days, we, we're on our third set of mics and equipment. And, you know, every time we can upgrade, we do. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, that costs money. So, you know, we're not yep. we're not making money. So we're just having fun. People think because you have a show that you're bringing in a lot of money, but you're really not. And if you didn't love doing this for the community, you wouldn't do it. If, no. if, if, if you're wanting to get into podcasting to make a ton of money, uh, you're probably. No. Yeah, there's <laughs> other ways you can make a lot of money that is a lot easier and way less time consuming. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, but if you enjoy the community, hats off, man. I'm always telling people, I get emails from people all the time. It's like, hey, man, I was thinking about doing a cigar podcast. And I'm like, if you need help, man, reach out. I'll be happy to tell you what I'm doing. And, you know, I could probably save you some money by not investing money in some crap. Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's the important thing. I mean, it it's about, it's really about being it just it's a community within a community within a community and the more you can help and the the more you can get people to get to where their passion is or to share what their passion is uh the better off we all are together yeah absolutely man yeah well, brother, brother i really appreciate you coming on here again man it, yeah. it, it, it means the world to us when anybody's willing to share their time you know because time is valuable and and i know that your time is valuable so to be willing to share that with us just you know further instills in me what this community is all about and i've been around this for you know 20 years and it still just amazes me every time somebody is willing to give their time uh to just be a part of it yep. yeah well like i said i'm honored i appreciate the opportunity to come on the show i think what you guys are doing is really good and if uh I was I'd say if I didn't think you would be doing something really good, I might not come on, but I'd probably still come on anyway. Cause I, I you know, smoke a cigar and talk to other guys, sign me up. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you, Rob, for, for joining us on this episode of down to the nub for our podcast. And it's going to be available on our YouTube as well as all of our podcast platforms. Uh, and we look forward to having you on again and just continuing the relationship and building the community and supporting each other through everything. Yeah. Sometime uh, maybe Bryant could jump on with us. Absolutely. We'd, We'd absolutely love that. You'll have a foursome. That'd be, that'd be unique. Well, we could do three against one. That's what I had in mind. <laughs> Ooh, I'm down. And I'm not the one. <laughs> well, then never mind. Oh, and thanks. I'm out. So, but anyway, guys, I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, wish you guys much success. If there's anything I can ever do for you all, feel free to reach out anytime, man. Perfect. We Thank you so much. Brother. Thank you. All right, man. Have a good night. You too. You too. Oh. It just keeps getting better and better. And not that when we started, we had terrible, but it's another, and I feel like I'm a broken record because I say this every episode, but we, it, it's always good. It's always fresh perspectives and people that support the community at large. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. I'm almost getting tired of saying like, what a great guy. Like, I just, right? like everybody that comes on is just absolutely amazing people. And, and listen, if, if you've gotten this far into our podcast, we really appreciate it. But make yes. sure you jump off when you're done here and go uh, check out Cigar Talk. If you're not already, you know, get on there and check those guys out because they've yes. been doing things for quite a while. They bring this community together and they're just a couple of amazing guys that are just sharing a lot of knowledge and and just really the brotherhood. I mean, that's that's what it's yes. about. And you get you get that feeling and you get that experience when you listen to them. 
Oh yeah. And, and the dynamic that they have of poking fun at yeah. each other and just being real, that that's really what it comes down to is just being real. It's not, it's not anything other than that. And that's, that's yeah. what we love about it. I know Brandon, you and I love the fact that we've got our dynamic and our, our brotherhood and our relationship. Uh, and, and that's what we love about getting to introduce, uh, people that listen and watch what we do to other people that are the exact same way. Yep. Yeah. Well, we appreciate all you guys for listening to this and for being a part of our show. Uh, again, this is your community. Yes. Uh, and this, this is for you. This isn't, this isn't us. We just get to spend the money to be here to, to talk to you. Uh, but this is your community and this is all about you guys. So we appreciate your time because we know that's valuable yep. and that means the world to us. Yes. So if you want to, Follow us if you're not already. Go ahead on YouTube, find our channel, and subscribe. Ring that bell so you know every time there is new content, whether we go live on Sundays with our Down to the Nub Live or with our podcast content. Uh, or you can find us on all of our socials at Down to the Nub, really easy. And then if you're uh, in a place where you would like to support what we're doing because it supports the entire cigar community, uh, we have a Patreon set up so that we can cover the cost of the show. Uh, and it's patreon.com slash down to the nub. There's multiple levels to choose from. And if you feel so inclined, please go ahead and do that. And what we do for those of you that are watching on our YouTube channel, uh, we scroll through in appreciation for everybody that does support the community. Yes, they're supporting the show, but at, you know, at the end of the day, they're supporting the community and what uh, what all of us want to partner in together and help make this better. And don't forget, if you're listening to this now, that uh, this is your opportunity also to email us or leave a comment on what you'd like to see on the show yes. here because that's you know this is your show. I've said it a hundred times, but without your comments, without knowing what you're looking for, uh, we can only just sit here and talk to each other. So we love yep. to hear what you're about, what you're looking for, and we want to continue to grow with you. Yep. So email us at info at down to the nub.com or send us a DM through any of our platforms. We would love to connect with you and just get your input and what you would like to see. So again, uh, Brandon, Cigar Mechanic Wells, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, I'm Cigar Show Tim. Thank you for listening, for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>